This is your D3 Hockey Podcast. D3 Hockey Now. Your source for standings, news, and D3 Hockey happenings. Welcome to this edition of D3 Hockey Now. I'll be your host, Gabriel Shry. This is your source for standings, news, and D3 NCAA hockey happenings. So this is our first edition of this podcast. It's something I'm just trying out. If you like it, subscribe, follow us on Twitter, support us, and uh, certainly consider contributing. Tweet at us, let us know what you'd like to hear. Uh, that That's going to encourage me to continue on with this and maybe make it a regular thing here. Let's dive right into it. In the rankings in the USCHO.com poll, in the men's rankings, Wisconsin Stevens Point still ranked at number one, 20 first place votes their record 10-0-2, 300 points for them. They remain at number one. They were there last week. Geneseo and St. Norbert also stay in place, trailing them closely, 275 points and 265 respectively. UMass Boston not far behind at 4, 10, 1, and 0 now. They were previously at 9th, so they jumped 5 spots. South Regina at 5th. Wisconsin Claire 10-2-1. They are in at 6th. Adrian falls from 4th to 7th after being upset. They're now 8-3-1. Oswego at number 8. Augsburg at number 9. Trinity at 10. University of New England at 11. Hobart at 12. Plymouth State at 13th. And at 14, Fredonia. St. Scholastica coasting into the number 15 spot. In the women's USCHO poll, Adrian remains solid at number one. They're 11-1-0 on the year, 12 first-place votes. Right behind them, Plattsburgh, who has three first-place votes. They're 8-1-0. They remain where they were in the last poll, as did Adrian. And number three, Elmira. They didn't move at all. Norwich didn't move either. Who's at number four? Wisconsin River Falls at five. Middlebury at six. St. Thomas at seven. Hamline at eight. Adolphus at nine. And Wisconsin Clare at ten. So the rankings didn't really get too much of a shakeup for men's or women's teams. They kind of stay consistent and strong as to where they were before. Let's take a look at a few of the bigger games we saw this week. There's, these are some notes that I found interesting while I was getting ready to do the show, and they're just things that I jotted down. And these are the kind of things that I want you to tweet at me and, and DM us and, and have us include in the podcast. St. Scholastica is the hot men's team this week. They had one of their best weekends. They had one of the best weekends of any team in the nation, actually. The Saints started 5-1-1 one, and, one and upset Adrian, who was at number four with a 5-3 win. Then at home on Saturday, they followed that with a win over Trine, 3-2. They were up 2-0 over Trine, and Trine began to make a comeback. They tied it up, but Mike Nolan scored late to make it a 3-2 win for St. Scholastica. Pionk netted two power play goals in the win for them. They're now 4-1-1 in the NCHA. They're a point back of first in the North Division. In women's hockey, Lake Forest and Trine played this weekend. Trine came up with a win over Lake Forest, 3-2. That's a pretty big upset. Lake Forest bounced back and won the second game in the series, 2-0. But the Foresters have really struggled to score this year. It didn't have a big impact on them until this week when they were upset by Trine, obviously. Uh, Trine is in its second season as a program. 
They're in the top four spot in the NCHA standings. That's that's pretty good. They're not doing too bad down there. Keep an eye on the Thunder. After 11 games of not winning, St. Mary's finally got a victory. They edged St. John's out 4-3. to This is in men's hockey, of course. That was Saturday in overtime. Uh, on Friday, these two teams tied. They skated to a tie, 3-3, to but no tie on Saturday. Stoinich scored 29 seconds into overtime, and the Cardinals get a victory finally. It was the 11th time this season they've played a game decided by two goals or less. Six of those have gone into overtime. St. Mary's now 1-8-3 overall, 1-3-2 in the MIAC. We're going to skip around here, change things up, and take a look at a few of our stats leaders. We'll start with women's hockey. We're going to start with scoring. In women's hockey, our top five scorers this season, averaging a goal and a half per game, 1.57. Katie Granato from Elmira has 11 total goals through seven games. With 10 through eight games, Amanda Conway from Norwich, that's 1.25 goals per game, 1.13 goals per game for both Abby Luth and Amanda Sabia from William Smith in Manhattanville. They both have played eight games, and they both have scored nine goals. And in fifth, Callie Hoff from Wisconsin River Falls. She's played eight games. She has eight goals, good for one goal per game. In fact, the next three top scorers, we'll just go ahead and run through them, also have one goal per game. Nicole Mency, Emma Ruggiero, and Kellen Whitman from Manhattanville, Buffalo State, and Stevenson all also are averaging one goal per game on the year. So our top goaltenders in the country right now, Mackenzie Torpy from St. Thomas in Minnesota. Here we go, only three goals against, 185 saves, good for a 98.4% save average. That's unbelievable. Cassie Abbott from Plattsburgh State, three goals against, 167 saves, that's a 9.82. And Allegra Grant from Wesleyan has got two goals against and 90 saves, that's a 97.8% save average. Very impressive. Sticking with women's ice hockey here, taking a look at teams as a whole. In 10 games, Nazareth, the number one scoring team, 73 goals. New England has 47, as does Norwich. William Smith has 44. Adrian with 43. Mooresville State with 43. Wisconsin River Falls, 42, as does Utica. Plattsburgh State has 40 goals on the season, and Manhattanville has 39. So a lot of really high-powered scoring offenses, but man, Nazareth. Calm down, 73 goals. That is no joke. And Nazareth joined by only Adrian with four shorthanded goals. Adrian's played 12 games. Nazareth has played 10. Utica's played 10 and has three shorthanded goals. Buffalo State ranked at fourth. And in nine games, they've scored two shorthanded goals. All right, skipping over to the men's teams. And excuse me if I butcher names. If I butcher a name... Tweet at me. Let me know. Let's let's fix those names up. Matt Valanino from Plymouth State is our goals per game leader. 1.2 per game. That's good for 12 goals through 10 games. Sasha Fiji, not far behind from Fitchburg State, has 13 goals. That's good for 1.18 per game through 11 games. In nine games, Alex Rodriguez has 10 goals, 1.11 goals per game. Mario Bianchi in at the fourth spot from Concordia, and he has... Through 10 games, 11 goals. That's 1.1 per game. Following him with the same stat line, Eddie Matsushima from Wisconsin River Falls. 
10 games, 11 goals. Marcus Malika from Williams, 6 games, 6 goals. Jonas Tupal from Hobart, 9 games, 9 goals. And Conlon Keenan from SUNY Genesio, through 11 games, has 10 goals. That's .91 goals per game. So very impressive scoring these young men have been so far this season. Who's killing it? Short-handed Josh Bowles from Endicott through 10 games has four short-handed goals. Very impressive. He is the first in the country for short-handed goals right now. Taking a look at the best netminders in the country now. Adam Mercer, number one from Norwich, 961 save percentage. That's three goals, 73 saves. Six goals, 137 saves. That's good for 958 is Nick Schmidt from Augsburg. From Amherst, Michael Cullen, the sophomore, only allowed four goals on 82 shots. That's a 953. Devin McDonald from SUNY Genesio ranked at fourth. And we'll keep an eye on how these four perform down the road. Team stats, UMass Boston, the number one penalty killer in the country, 95%. That's pretty good. Trinity not far behind, 93. Amherst, 92. Fitchburg, 91. And Augsburg, also 91. Which teams have the best scoring offenses? Let's talk about it. These were arranged by goals per game, so your third place, Suni Genesio, who has 5.2 goals per game, has already scored 68 goals on this season. Number one is Plymouth State. They have 5.8 goals per game. That's good for 58, and Endicott at number two, good for 5.3 goals per game with 53 goals on the year through 10 games. So again, if you have a stat or a fact you want mentioned in the podcast, tweet it at us at D3 underscore hockey underscore now. You know, if you want to hear this, if you want this to be better, we want it to be better too. So just let me know how we can make this better. Get involved. Send me stats. That'll do it for the first edition of the pod. This has been D3 Hockey Now. I'm Gabriel Shry. We'll see you next week.